0: This is and Lattes, a very, very imperfect podcast brought to you by me, Rosemary Watson. I'm a mom of six. I'm a wife to one. I've got a lot of businesses going on in my atmosphere. I've got a lot of different projects. And really, truly, I just love connecting with people. And this podcast is one way that I get to connect with my audience. So buckle up. We're about to get a lot of information in your ears. Now that we've talked about color palettes and we've talked about typography, we're going to talk about logos. And when we create logos for clients, we give them a handful of options and with this coaching program, we're going to really educate them on how to use them and where and why. Um I think partly this comes from we've delivered logo or brand designs to people and they're like, "Wait, which logo is mine?" I'm like, "They're all yours because there's like four different options." And they're like, "But wait, so which one do I pick? I'm like you. They're all yours. You pick them all, and they then just stick with the main logo that we've designed for them for everything. But we've created a handful of options, so then that way they can use them in different ways to complement each other. Um, and so. The different options when we create logos is the main logo, which is generally what we use when we put together websites. It's the main like hero image of their website. The first thing people see a lot of times it's what's on their business card. Um, and so, you know, you can see where, where there is an application both in online and digital and then in real life in print. It's something that you can put on like a door if you're a um, salon studio. It's something that you'd maybe create the vinyl for your door. Um, And then we have a sub logo, which is something that still says your name, but can be an accent. So that might be um, especially if it's something that's like round. We do a lot of round sub logos because we can use those as like bio images for social media platforms. Um, so you can also use it as like watermarks sometimes. Um, usually we create favicon so that's like the third option is a favicon is something that is like a small little icon that shows up in the browser um section online so it's like a little f or a little you know a little design i'm looking at my computer right now and i'm recording this on anchor and Anchor's little sub logo favicon is a square with like a squiggle in it and then I can look down on their website and it shows that little squiggle, but it also shows Anchor by Spotify. So that would be probably their main logo. If you were to see it on a business card, you'd see that. So we have the main logo, we have the sub logo which would be like the bio image, or you can put it on the back of a business card. You can put it as maybe like a letterhead. Um, And then the favicon, which is a small icon in the browser window, or you can use the favicon in all sorts of different ways. You can put it in emails. You can use it as icons um, on your website there's a lot of different applications for it. And then the last one is we like to do an alternate logo or a wide logo. So when you have something where you don't have a lot of space up from, you know, Vertically, we like to do a logo that's longer so you can make it fit in the different places that it needs to. Um, and then, having this myriad of yo- logos that you can use, it allows you to create a consistent look on dif- different social media platforms. So, when you create like a YouTube banner, that is very different sizing than something on LinkedIn, or very different sizing from like a Facebook header, or very different sizing than your email header. So, because we're working with so many different platforms the logos have to look good across the board and still be consistent and bring people back to that brand promise that you're trying to create for people, um, your audience online. And the reason why we do this, and we're so we're such sticklers about having a consistent brand identity is because it takes people. I think it used to be like seven touches to have them remember you exist. Now it's something more like, I don't even know, probably 30 or more to remember you because we are again, because of social media and because of our phones, we are inundated with marketing messages all day long. So for them to remember that you exist, you have to be in front of them constantly. And if you're showing up with different logos and different fonts, they're like, wait, is this the same furniture store that we saw before? Is this Wood Creations? Like Wood Creations is a client. So every single time we they have like a business card or they see the sign on the door or they see an ad on Instagram, we, it should have the same logo across the board, or at least the same fonts, maybe one's a sub logo, one's an accent with a vinyl on the door, all of that needs to be seamless. So people know and can like connect the dots when they see you a bunch of different times. So when we create these logos, we can deliver them in a lot of different ways. So when we present them to clients, a lot of times it shows up as like either black and white or maybe one color. But when we deliver it and have the the client deliverables after they approve everything, we give them the logos, all four options in black. So black with a translucent, transparent background as a PNG file, um, we give them a white version with a transparent background as a PNG file. And then if it's if they have color palettes that they want to include in their logo, we give them a colored version as well. All of them with those clear, translucent PNG file backgrounds. Now we will also give them JPEG files. So PNG.png is like a file name and a file type. If you give them .jpegs, that's a lot of times what print shops want to have. And so you can give them that logo file, but it's not going to be a clear background. It's always going to be a white background. So if you're ever sending a designer a logo and it's a .jpg file, know that the background's not going to be transparent. So if you're trying to put that logo on top of like a colored background, maybe for a flyer, you need to have the .png transparent background or that white box is going to show up as the background of your logo. Um, And then we also create a vector file. So that is something created in Illustrator and it's exported. So then that way that can be resized as big as you want. So if you wanted to make a billboard or you wanted to make a giant sign on the top of the front of your store, you need to have a a vector file, not just a pixelated JPEG or PNG file, because you can't resize that and keep the, um, like the same, visual crispness as you can with a vector file. So luckily when you work with us, you don't need to know about all those files or worry about it, just know that we give you all of those file types in a google drive folder or a dropbox folder so you can access it and send any designer at any time you work with in the future maybe you get a deal with a magazine or you get some pr from a news local news channel or you're you know invited to be on someone's podcast and they're like we need your logos you have a whole folder to send to them if you ever need to that we've then delivered for you to use in any different ways possible we also upload those logos into your canva account and so if you want to create your own flyers or you want to create your own social media graphics you have all of those logos at your disposal that you can just drag into your design and it's done for you you're not having to recreate anything it's all just uploaded into your canva for work account Um, and the difference between canva and canva for work canva's free you can use the tools but they're like limited if you have a canva for work account it's about 13 dollars a month and it's so worth it because you're able to save all of your brand color palettes within canva you're able to upload all your logos you're able to upload all of your brand um, fonts into Canva and use them every time you need them um, and then also you get access to a lot of different designs more capabilities if you have a Canva for work account so highly recommend that we'll put a link to that in the show notes you can use our affiliate link if you want um, and if you have any other questions about logos what to do how to use them where to use them the file types you need shoot me an email or send me a dm on instagram and I'm happy to walk you through it Thanks so much for listening. I'm so glad you stopped by this little corner of the audio internet to listen to Listen and Latte's. It is a podcast brought to you by me, obviously, Rosemary Watson, which you can find out more about me on Instagram at Rosemary Watson. But you can also find out more about my company. These are the people that make the magic happen. They make this podcast come to life. Um, You can find them at Artisan Creative Media Agency at artisan.agency on Instagram. And if you want to give another podcast a listen, you can listen to our agency podcast, Curated Conversations. I'm the host and it's brought to you also by my people at Artisan Creative Media Agency. I would love, love, love to hear from you. So leave a review, send me a DM on Instagram and let's connect in real life.